I remember just I looked at myself one day and I cried and like I apologized mm-hmm. to myself out loud because I was just like, what the like, where did I go? Like, why did I let this happen to myself? I had become like I'm naturally extroverted and I like talking to people. I like trying new things. I like going out. I'm adventurous and I like hanging around people like I like doing I like excitement in my life. Mm-hmm. And I like doing a whole bunch of things. So I have so many hobbies and like music and dance. And even if it's just going to the movies, find a new place to go out to eat, walking around a park. Going, like I like doing stuff. And I have found myself in a place where I don't want to do shit. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize it until way after the fact that I had been depressed at the time. But I didn't know I was depressed. Like depression is sneaky. Mm-hmm. It's sneaky, it man. Kind of, it shows up in so many different ways. Yeah. And, it, and for me, it was not wanting to go out, not being available to anybody outside of my relationship. Mm-hmm um being tired all of the time not having any energy to do anything that i would have normally found exciting to do mm-hmm. it's like no i don't really feel like it or it's i don't really weird. want to do that I feel like it's where you kind of convince yourself that the, your only source of happiness now becomes that yeah and, and i feel like it's subconscious Right. Hello. Hello. It feel, always feels weird to start this when I have somebody else here. It's like I forget my whole little script because I have something I say when I'm just by myself. But when it's another person there, it's like, what are you? You're not supposed to be here. I've been doing this by myself. What the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> but hello, my name is LaDonna and this is From Mind to Matter. This is a podcast about self-exploration and discovery. It's about me facing the unknown and learning new things about myself and deciding to share it with you all. One, because I just need to, because my soul needs me to talk the same way my body needs to drink water. It's just something I got to do. And two, because I think it's important to do things in front of people because you never know who's listening or who's watching and what they might need for their own process of learning who they are so i hope you all enjoy this um and if you don't i hope that you tell me why and we can talk about it and if you do i hope you'll tell me why as well but on this episode we're going to be talking about the importance of and the how to's of maintaining yourself and remembering who you are while in and even maybe after a relationship where you might have lost yourself and i have my very best friend here with me zaina I know that she can speak to this uh, topic as, as much as I can and from a different perspective, from a couple of different perspectives. And I know she'll keep me honest while I'm talking. So you guys are really going to get out of me whatever uh, I have to give. So, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I wish y'all could see her right now. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to, uh, to From Mind to Matter. I'm happy Thanks. you're here. Thanks for having me. Let's drag. <laughs> Let's drag and drag. <laughs> Sweet so, fun. it is gonna be fun yeah it's gonna be like all of our other talks just i know now you got a mic in your face it's weird i about to say does it make it feel any weirder for you no i would compare it to something else but that might be inappropriate go ahead it's fine we can do inappropriate That's things fine. on this okay is it gonna come up later no, i don't know okay <laughs> are you gonna tell me when we're done talking if you know you know okay all right yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well i wanted to talk about this um i think it's a good topic but I've been in a relationship before where I completely lost myself and I didn't even realize I wasn't there anymore until I was by myself and I didn't know who the fuck I was. Mm -hmm. And I would look in the mirror and look myself in the eyes and not quite know who was there. It was like I've completely forgot my natural essence and just the kind of person that I am. And it took me a while to to come out of that. So I just want to 
talk about you know the process of that what that looked like for me um I want you to also share what I looked like to you while going through that like somebody from the outside who could see probably better what was happening because me in it couldn't see it too well Mm -hmm. um so I'm gonna ask you about that stuff too but have you been in a relationship before where you just completely like lost yourself or just let your regular self not not shine through or your natural self (laughs) more times than you care to say huh probably most in most of my, I would say, younger relationships. I don't know if we count in teenage years. Count what you want to count. What counts for you? I mean, you can count teenage years. I mean, but I feel like I didn't really lose. I, I didn't lose myself because I didn't even know who I was when I was a teenager. But I would definitely say like college, post college, a little bit. Definitely those. And it's weird for me. I didn't even notice like like you said until you're by yourself and you're out of it and you're looking back. And you're like, damn. Yeah, like what was what I do I like to do? Exactly, I went through the same thing. I don't even know what I like. In my case, have I took photos? Like I haven't done a photo shoot in mm-hmm. forever. Like when the last time I poured back into when the last time I seen this friend? Like when, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just like what the fuck? And how to like if you can think about one time where that happened? What did you think about yourself? Like were you mad at yourself for letting that happen? Were you like shocked that that could happen to you? Like. What kind of feelings did you have? It's different. It's disappointing, but I feel like at the same time you kind of know what's happening. When you, I'm, I love love. I love relationships. I do too. I love love, and I pour a lot into the other person that I'm with, um, like so much so to the point that I forget about myself just because I want to see you win, and seeing you win makes me happy. So as far as I'm concerned, I'm straight. Like, but yeah, because you good, I'm good. Yeah, but yeah. like it's like no, are you good? Like, am I good? Yeah, because I need to be good for me, and not, you know, what I'm saying being good because you're in satisfaction off of somebody else being good. So I don't know where I was getting at with that at all. <laughs> <laughs> long as where I started, you was you was saying um that because you you always pour yourself into the yeah, other person. So you just yeah you just and, and you get satisfaction from that, and you don't even realize like it's detrimental. It's weird. Like it's, it's so weird. Do you think? Because I'm aware that I'm doing it, mm-hmm. but I don't think I'm. Yeah, I'm aware of the level. Like you know, you're doing it, but you're not aware of how detrimental it, it is, is to do it. Yeah. And that. So, do you think in those times that you did that, that you should have pulled back on how much you were pouring into? Yeah, but like, that was it be that so issue? Hard to do. But okay, so. But that's attachment. That 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 goes with like attachment issues. I think at that point, that's when you start getting into that. So I think too, though, because I. At least I like to think it's possible to completely pour into somebody else the way that you naturally do, but still put yourself in a position to be poured into as well. For sure. But I know I overcompensated a lot out of fear of losing that person. Okay. So for you, it was a specifically an attachment thing. So what kind of attachment? Well, tell us, you know, you, I think you know more about this than I do. Do you remember I the attachment styles? To, I still have to like look them up. I mean, we can do it right now, but I still have to like, I know it's like avoidant. Yeah. There's we can so look many. it up. Yeah, there's so I can many. also edit this so whoever's listening yeah, will never I, I know that know there was my, a gap. Yeah, I don't know. I have to like read There's avoidant, the there's anxious, and then I think there's anxious avoidant and I, then secure. Tweeted. I think it's I think those are the four main ones. I feel like I, um, I think I'm a, I swear I'm avoidant. Yeah, that's Yeah, I'm fearful. Yeah, I'm fearful avoidant. You think that you still are? We talked about this some time ago. Um, I remember you. Right now, mm-hmm. in the situation that I feel like I'm in, I feel like I'm actively doing a lot better at not being that 
like I can pinpoint and notice when I'm having like certain triggers or if I'm falling back into old habits and I'll just do something to combat that or I'll just express hey I'm feeling a certain type of way can you just provide me with some reassurance and mm-hmm. then that pretty much does oh look at you you're all grown it's so what? Weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up but that comes with you have to also I feel like date somebody who is willing to be patient with you in those situations and knows how to respond and react in those moments as mm-hmm. well because if y'all are both on the same wavelength it's yeah, y'all can't both be anxious. But what did you say yours is? Fearful, fearful, and avoidant. Fearful, avoidant. Yeah. Style. Yeah. So I just be like, hey, I'm feeling X, Y, and Z, or hey, you know, I'm feeling like, I don't know, you're fine. It's people looking at you. Are there people looking at you the way I look at you? <laughs> <laughs> so you're the logic. Of that wasn't considering that this person will be faithful enough to not do anything about about that. I just don't, I don't know. Like I you just, just you you would you couldn't logically factor that into it too. It was just I know other people looking at you the way I am. That's an I issue, <laughs> right? But yeah, if I'm whoever I'm dating, I want to know I got somebody that other people uh, want to look at. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But so were you taking out? <laughs> <laughs> I heard it too. <laughs> <laughs> You said cut it out. Don't pick that up. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> she hit her teeth for her uh, coffee cup, a uh, teacup. Um, so you were taking out the. You were thinking, I know it's people looking at you the way I'm looking at you, but your brain wouldn't factor in. But I know you good. Like I know we okay, even though that's happening. You weren't considering that part. Not really. And to be quite honest with you, a lot of times I was right. Okay. And so that also kind of like. It like strengthened the yeah. attachment style. It was yeah. like, well, I guess I'm right. I might as well keep on going the My, way I've been going. Yeah, because no, yeah. no one has yet to prove. Yeah, wrong. I'm, I'm five for five. So, literally. literally, yeah. Like, I just made up that number. I don't know how many times. It you might be pretty that. accurate. But yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't had that many like actual relationships. Anything yeah. else has been like a situation shit, which I don't even consider to be anything real. Yeah, I got you. Um, but yeah, usually I end up being right, and it's like, okay, well, to heck with that. But it's the first place where I feel like I actually feel safe. So your pattern in relationships as in regards to like you losing yourself has been linking up with somebody, pouring all that you can into the other person because it's just your natural way of being mm-hmm. and overcompensating to try to keep them with you. Mm-hmm. Like just doing way too much and pouring Probably into them so. and allowing yourself to be drained. So what's what? Sometimes what, I'm on the back end of that. Push them away. <laughs> it's like cicadas. Yeah, I know. Sometimes I wonder though on the back end if they like pushed people away. Not to say that it's my fault why people like lied or cheated. Like I'm not trying to take responsibility for that. But I just wonder sometimes if my if your behaviors kind of pushed them. Yeah, like it was just to too a much. point, and that was maybe your way of subconsciously getting rid of them before they just decided yeah. to leave on their own. Yeah. Okay. Like not even on purpose. Yeah. Like my all my attempts at trying to make you stay is what actually caused you to. Yeah. It's crazy. Okay. So what's what's one thing that that practically looks like? Like, would that be you knowing you got to go to work at six in the morning, but like, I don't want to use the word begging. I can't think of another word, but like begging to stay at their house overnight or something, knowing you had to get like, like, what did it it look like though? Like, in what ways were you not taking care of yourself for the sake of pouring into them? Like, what's something that you actually did or would actually do? I think making yourself overly available is 100% a thing. Mm-hmm. 
And I think sometimes you have to say no. And it was very rare for me to say like no. So if they like and hit you up, you even if I'm you knew you were busy, you would I'm, just be like, I'm yeah, I can do it. Like, yeah, well, I'm moving. You would drop everything. I'm doing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm making it happen like one way or another. Or I'm spending money that I really don't fucking have. Just because. To please them. So we can, yeah, to keep like, them with you so yeah, that they wouldn't go somewhere like, else. You know, or just shit like that. Which don't get me wrong, I love like buying people things. But sometimes, but like, it was, bro, you don't but it was to your detriment. Yeah, yeah like, that's the difference. Like, it was yeah, just too like, far. For why? <laughs> like, go put that in your gas tank. Be for real. Yeah. Um, you know, or you know, sabotaging sleep, staying up late. You know, what I'm saying, being out later than usual. Um, not holding them accountable for stuff. You know, mm. or just. As simple as biting my tongue on things. Trying not to like provoke their ego. Yeah, or I don't want to make you mad or cause confrontation. So something that you did made me upset, I'm just going to keep it to myself. I'll get over it in silence, whatever. Um, Just stuff like that. Yeah, just stuff like that. Yeah, I I was the the same way. And I was in that, that one relationship for almost eight goddamn years. So all of it was, for the most part, was was there. Um, But for me... I'm the same way where it comes to like just pouring into the other person, wanting to always be the one that's there for them, always wanting to be the person that they come to for for certain things. And my main issue, like though, if I look back on it and I try to like pinpoint where I started to slip away without me noticing, because it doesn't happen abruptly and that's why you don't notice it. It's just mm-hmm. there's one day you look at yourself and it's like, hmm. I'm not sure who I like With am. My life right. Of. Yeah. And it might not be in those words, but it's just a feeling of I'm not, I don't know who this person is. And I I remember just, I looked at myself one day and I cried and like I apologized mm-hmm. to myself out loud because I was just like, what the, like, where did I go? Like, why did I let this happen to myself? I had become like, I'm naturally extroverted and I like talking to people. I like trying new things. I like going out. I'm adventurous and I like hanging around people. Like, I like doing, I like excitement in my life. Mm-hmm. And I like doing a whole bunch of things. So I have so many hobbies and like music and dance. And even if it's just going to the movies, find a new place to go out to eat, walking around a park. Going, like I like doing stuff. And I have found myself in a place where I don't want to do shit. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize it until way after the fact that I had been depressed at the time. But I didn't know I was depressed. Like depression is sneaky. Mm-hmm. It's sneaky, it man. Kind of, it shows up in so many different ways. Yeah. And, it, and for me, it was not wanting to go out, not being available to anybody outside of my relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, being tired all of the time, not having any energy to do anything that I would have normally found exciting to do. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, I don't really feel like it. Or it's I don't really want to do that. I feel like it's where you kind of convince yourself that the, your only source of happiness now becomes that person. Yeah, and, and I feel like it's subconscious because like, I never like consciously had that thought. Right. Like, but it's you. Yeah. You're my power source yeah. now. Uh, yeah, I do want to make a point too that you can't, like, no one person can be everything to you. No. Anybody, and they shouldn't, yeah, yeah, and you can't be the one person for you know all of another person's needs. Um, but yeah, I did have that idea. But like you said, I was aware of it, I was aware of what I was doing, I wasn't aware of how detrimental it was to myself, but I was aware of doing it, and I felt like I was doing it like nobly, like like I wanted to, yeah, like I felt like I I had a cape on, like, yeah, I'm supposed to do this, I love you, day in and day out, yeah, exactly. I'm the reason for that smile. (laughs) Look at me go. Sponsored by me. This is. <laughs> like, what the hell? We're doing such a great job here. Look at this. We're everybody's uh, couple. Uh, what do people say? Couple goals. Yeah, power. Yeah, yeah power couple. Yeah, yeah it got to a point like, where because I would get said that I said that too. I would have people say that to to us a lot, 
And there was a point where in my head, I'd be like, you have no fucking idea. This is not. You. And that's when you know at that point. It's kind of like. Yeah. Mm. But it's like, so because we had been together for so long, even when I started realizing that this isn't really working for me, I felt like I could hold it out because there was a lot of things going on in her life as well that I was like, let me just stick through this with her. Because I, I loved her. This is somebody who I expected to spend the rest of my life with. And so I see you struggling and going through something, even though I'm so hurt and I'm so beat down, I'm so depressed and I'm spending nights where you're away and I'm crying myself to sleep. I'm losing weight because I'm not eating much because I'm depressed and I don't got no weight to lose. <laughs> so I'm all frail and weak and sad and my stomach hurts and my head hurts. And like, and also I didn't say a lot to a lot of other people because I'm trying to save her reputation. So I'm over here hurting and burning inside out mm -hmm. yeah because i don't want anybody to look at you differently because if i tell somebody who loves me the way that you hurting me you're dead to them now mm -hmm. and i don't want that for you mm -hmm. so i'm just going to i'm just not going to tell anybody what's happening because i don't want them to think of you in any kind of way i just want us to work on it and then we'll we don't have to tell it people i just want us to fix this here in our bubble we can work on this so i'm thinking if i just do this this and that then eventually she'll come around if I can just do this and that and that yeah, it hurts it hurts it's like playing tug of war with a rope that's on fire too much because it's just and like, you losing and the crazy part about it is you can do all of that and life's still going life I know like whatever that's crazy happen, ain't it it's still, still gotta go to work happen. it's like still gotta be there for somebody else who calls and not even that it's gonna play out exactly the way it's supposed to play out mm -hmm. you can do all this jumping through hoops and flames and nobody know better than me you can do everything underneath the sun, mm -hmm. try to spend the most terrible lie, and fuck no. Like, <laughs> life would be like the end. Yeah. And that's just that's it for be. that. And it's just wow. Like, and now I'm mad as shit because I just did all of this and yeah. it failed. You got me over way. here. Like, that, that sucks. And then there was a point where we had, I think this is like close to the end too. So, still very much lovers, still very much upset that this happened um had moved out maybe a week or two ago and i don't remember why we had met up i think it was to exchange things mm -hmm. um i really can't remember why but we talked about what had happened a little bit um and i remember her saying something along the lines of her not knowing that she hurt me and i remember just thinking like fuck you mean you don't yeah it shit hurt you think i enjoyed it you think none of that was was painful for me like let's switch sides everything that happened and the way that I felt and all the things I talked about, what, mm -hmm. how does that make sense to you? But some people really don't. And I really just am like, perspective. Yeah, that's, that's crazy, really man. But be, people just don't be. I know. So, okay, we both talked about how we have a tendency to like completely give ourselves to another person and pour into and try to do everything for another person. I know that I'm that way because, well, one, I've, tend to be and prefer to be the more dominant energy in my relationships mm -hmm. and so it feels natural to me to always be the one to step up and give 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 do this make this right make sure this is a certain way make sure you're set up in a certain way for your own success and da da da, da. i'm assuming you like the other person in your relationship to be the more dominant energy i would prefer that yeah i know yes. <laughs> that's what i mean <laughs> 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 um 
Yeah, so I, so I, I worded it like that. You prefer it to be that yeah. way. So what what is that? Because to me, that feels like a dominant quality, but it could just be because I'm thinking of it selfishly. It's coming from me. What's that feeling for you to always want to give in the ways that you've been giving? I want to say a couple things. Go ahead. Yeah. So I feel like I don't even know at this point because um things are changing and happening. But I don't even know <laughs> like if I really puberty. care literally like <laughs> about like the whole dominant okay thing at this point. Okay. And it's something I'm like really rethinking as much as I just kind of like want equal parts. Okay. Well, let me say this um, just to add on to your yeah. point. I'm not. S- yeah what i mean when i say it yeah i think for there to be balance and people to be on an equal level somebody has to be more of one way and somebody more of the other way and not even 100 percent of the time right but for there to be a balance okay let's let's say let's say you and i are in a relationship and one of us (laughs) (laughs) one of us is having like some emotional event in our lives that's like taking a toll on on us let's say it's me right. let's say I'm, I'm having something going that's on something going. and i'm much more like emotionally unstable than you are in whatever time i need to come back you need to be the more dominant energy Correct. even though i tend to be in a more naturally the dominant person in my relationships i need to i need the other person for there to be balance in the relationship i need you to be stable enough to be patient with me while I come back to a more stable way of being. So in that moment or in those moments, I'm not the dominant one anymore. And I'm not thinking about it consciously yeah, all the time, but that's, that's what, what I, yeah, that, that's what, that's what I mean. Somebody that has like, to be balanced all the time. I feel like while I do prefer for there to probably be like majority, you know, like the man I'm with or whatever, mm-hmm. being the most dominant, I feel like it's in my nature. Mm-hmm. I'm just a dominant person. Like, that's yeah, I know. Me. So that's what I'm asking. So it's hard yeah. for me, and it's something I'm actually trying to practice now, is having moments where I'm soft or, like, at least create a space or moments where I can be soft, and I don't have to be like this all the time. Because you need to or want it's to. Just, it just is me. Like, it's not even a really... Be soft or be... Yeah, being soft. I want to. Like, I don't want to walk around and play. I got to, like, control everything all the time. Like, okay. part of my work is... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That and having to give orders and tell people where to go and where to be and when to be there. So that in itself is, is one thing. That's and enough. Then, <laughs> literally, it is literally enough. Um, and then uh, you have a whole other dynamic between your parents getting older and, you know what I'm saying, so now you kind of kind of start, that dynamic is also shifting where you're kind of not really telling them what to do, but you're kind of just keep making sure they're guided and... Got their head you start parenting swivel. your parents. Yeah, so yeah. that's that's a whole other thing to work out. So when it comes to my relationship, like I'm just trying to, I want to. You need home. a break. <laughs> yeah, like I need to sit down. Like I want to have my feet rubbed. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to cuddle. Like you want somebody else to plan stuff and to like, guide it, things. Yeah, and maybe not even all the time. You know, but like when it comes like planning stuff, we can figure it out. I like like half and half because I'm really good with planning stuff. So I. am Ain't about to have us on spirit. You gotta be fucked up. Mm-hmm. So like, it comes down okay. to it. I'll take care of it. Yeah. Don't you worry about it. Yeah. We're gonna have a good time regardless. Um, but like when it just comes to intimate moments or just like the end of the day or you know, spending a couple of days off on the weekend, like let a bitch breathe. Just let a bitch breathe. But I, I feel like you. I feel like I'm gonna always end up being like 
majority probably don't. I just feel like that's just always how it is. So is that something you haven't to come to I'm terms with? That now. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I got. I was saying, like, what's been your thinking? On yeah, that, so. I just like I just accept that now. I'm like, okay, as long as I can find like, a balance, or there's you know, yeah, it's just about balance and time where I can be soft, and you, you can say like, all right, baby, look, you can just relax. I'm like, bet. Give me the white Zinfandel. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just crazy. Dynamics are crazy. Yeah. Because it's, it's so many little intricacies that go into it. It's not as simple as man, woman, or Mm-mm. dominant, submissive, Mm-mm. or, you know, whatever. It's There's a balance. And you're your own person mm-hmm. with your own history that's gone through all of these things that have formed you into who you are. And now here's this other person who typically is a stranger really and and they got their they got own, they own shit yeah and here y'all try to come together and do this thing forever like that's crazy yeah. and then another thing with me too is seeing my parents because my mom is like the dominant person in their relationship like you know she pays she runs like the bills and makes sure like stuff like that is in order and stuff like that is organized you know my dad just takes care of like you know household stuff stuff to be fixed and you know manual labor type of stuff like that and that's their dynamic and it works you know for them mm-hmm and so when you grow up and you kind of see that, it's kind of like, all right. That's how you learn to. things yeah, are. Yeah, it's like, okay, yeah. I guess I have to. But then I started seeing other people's relationships, and I'm like, okay, well, no. That husband can cook. My dad can't. So, so <laughs> no shade. Yeah, it's just, it is hot dogs and beans and a bowl of cereal. It's my guy. But you can't. It's okay. And so I'm like, all right. That's not gonna work for me. I do want a man that cooks because I don't want to come home every night and have to cook. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just comes down to little things like that. Not to go off on a deep end. No, but, no, you're good. Um, you know, you just learn certain things just like your upbringing and that kind of shapes and molds like what you want and what you don't want. Um, no shade to them, but. Um, yeah, I mean, just it, it is what it is. Yeah. Like, yeah, you figure out what you want, usually through getting a whole bunch of what you don't want, mm-hmm. and then you. Try to be kind of picky about that, that and meeting people. And yeah, you got to go through a whole bunch of what you don't want to figure you out. You got people that are high school sweethearts. The audacity. Yeah. <laughs> the audacity. <laughs> For you to get it right the first time. Yeah. Got your PhD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and plus, you know, people go through things in their relationships. Some of it just never comes to surface. Other people don't know about it. And they just end up sticking with each other through that. That was what I was hoping would have happened at the time. I'm very glad now that it didn't. Yeah. But you know, in the in those moments, uh, that's what you what you wish for. And I um going back to my relationship when I, you know, disappeared essentially, it was like I wanted to and I was happy to like basically mash my life together with this other person. But in doing that, it was like taking one and one person. I heard somebody say, that. I think it was, uh, you watch Sham Booty, Sham Boodrum on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So I think you should look at some of her videos. I think you'd like her. But I think it was her who had said this. And they were, her and her uh, partner were talking about um, a relationship is where like one plus one equals three. Like it's, it's not coming together to be one. You're still two separate people mm-hmm. who are coming together to make this new thing together. Mm-hmm. And you should still be yourself. That makes sense? Yeah. So I like that idea. And when I had thought about it again in my healing, I hadn't necessarily thought about that. And maybe it was just chilling in the subconscious and that's what made it come up. But I remember when I was by myself and I was just trying to figure out who I was again. And I was trying to figure out what to do and how to bring myself back and was wondering how long I had been gone, but it was like for other people, like Mm -hmm. I haven't seen any of my friends. Mm -hmm. I'm not being out, blah, 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 blah. 
And I was just like, well, who, you know, who the fuck is LaDonna? Like, I, I need to figure something out. What ended up helping me was working out again, because I, I grew up an athlete, and so fitness and exercise has always been like a core part of my mm-hmm. personality, I guess. And it was also a good stress reliever. And so I had like um, started this fitness challenge for myself that I did for like a month, and it helped me get my mind off of things, and it gave me somewhere to exert the aggression and like anger that I had uh, built up in me. But through doing it, and a lot of people do that, they like get broken up, get their heart broken, and they go work out and become this new version of themselves, which I think is cool. It's a healthy way to, to release to an extent, depends on how far you go with it. But um, I, in doing that, I remembered that it was something I love to do anyway, like regardless of my heart hurting or regardless of anything else that was happening. And so it it opened up a, a part of me or it let me maybe I should say like it brought back to the surface a part of me that I had pushed back. And that specifically just because I was working out and then there was a time period. Cause I was working out when I was in a relationship too. It, even while my heart was breaking while with the person, I was going to the gym, but being by myself and doing it and only having myself to talk to and only having myself to respond to, um, it forced me to start knowing me again. So I had to basically have this relationship with myself again. And I started going on dates by myself. That was something I had never done before. And, the, and it's something I like to do now, regardless of, of anything. It's just nice to every now and then just take yourself out and do things for yourself. And so it was, it took me, it took being by myself intentionally for some time to start figuring out who I was again and what I don't want to happen next time Mm -hmm. and who I don't want to be the next time something happens. And so then when I got into that next uh, serious relationship, even though that one broke my heart as well, I was still me in it and after it. And I was really, really proud of just that. Like, I felt like it was a victory. Like just that in and of itself was like, hey, like I'm still here. And I remember like just kind of thinking to myself, like, we good? Like, <laughs> you all right? I, I know, I know that hurt. And we probably want to take a longer break this time than we did last time. But you good? Like we still here, right? Yeah. Okay. Like I'm sad, but I'm I'm me okay, and sad. Yeah. Last time I was sad functional and didn't sad. know who the fuck I was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a functional yeah, sad. Yeah, you could be yeah. And that's a good that's a good sad. Yeah. Quotes. <laughs> yeah, right. So what was it like for you in the spaces between relationships where you felt like you like Zayna left the building? Like, what did you do in those moments? What were you thinking? How did you, you know, yeah, seek once help? I, once I got back single again, I think it was a lot of it was a lot of. Usually, I let myself feel, so there's a lot of times where I'm just in it, like I'm crying, and I'm just like I'm letting myself because I feel so much like equal parts love and happiness and is equal parts pain and destruction and like so when it's over i don't want to really talk to nobody and that may not be the healthiest thing but that's just how i know you know i gotta face my emotions like head on like i have to i can't run from it i gotta deal with it so if i have to cry i'm gonna cry if i if i want to call out of work because i feel like i need to cry the whole damn day i'm gonna call out of work like i literally let myself feel whatever i'm feeling however i'm feeling it when i'm feeling it and that's just that I just feel like, I don't know, holding it in just hurts way worse. Like, it just... Did like you a, have to learn that? Because you're way better at that than I am. Um, yes, and yes. I would say yeah. But, like, consciously, like, I kind of taught myself that. And like I said, because holding it, it hurt. I noticed one day, like, I was like, this hurts way more to try not to cry or to try 
to ignore it or act like it just or downplay it, you know what I'm saying, or try to find other escapism routes. It, like, bro, it just should just do not fucking work. Um, on top of the fact that I feel like it prolongs your healing. And that was the biggest thing. My my end goal, I don't want to rush my process, but I also don't want to be stuck in my process. And so, you know, that was kind of how I came to terms with just like letting myself feel whatever. I'll be at work at my desk in the middle of a fucking assignment and feel like I got to cry and I will get up and go to the bathroom and have my moment for five minutes and come back like nothing happened. And go back and rest my I've had to like, do that before I, too. Yeah, and I just, and I don't beat myself up over it. It just is what it is. And I always remind myself when I'm in those moments that there will come a day where I'll look back on this and I won't feel the same way. And that gives me a glimmer of hope. So every time like I've gone through a heartbreak, I always remind myself like that you won't feel like this forever. Like you're gonna be fine. Um, and I think that's important to note, you know, when you are having like depressive episodes or you are having like anxiety or like any of those dark moments, you gotta remind yourself like it's this is just temporary. Like it's you've seen lighter days, you've seen brighter days, you will see them again. You just gotta get through this, tough it out, you'll come out stronger and you'll be fine. But that was that was one of the, 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 the main things I had to do is just like let myself cry sit in a room with freaking blackout curtains in the dark Aww. like i'm really like moody <laughs> as fuck like yeah um and then writing like journaling was like my best friend so i would just write whatever it could be one sentence a day or two pages worth like getting that out burning stuff like that's also fun really pyro what yeah. have you burned you can I, physically I, I like to say especially when you're trying to get over stuff i would physically write stuff out and then burn that sheet of paper like whatever it was there's a festival somewhere where they go and i think it's called burning man and they go and they write down like their fears and things and then they burn it that's tough i would do that um i think it's spiritualistic and you know i'm like i'm pretty yeah. big on like spiritual stuff so i highly recommend doing that um so hold on so you would like write down like however i'm feeling at the time or like it could be a bunch of fuck yous on the sheet of paper. <laughs> like, yeah. like, or whatever it is, like, I don't know. how I, It could be anything. Where where would you do it at? Like, where would I burn it? Where, yeah, where would you go to burn this stuff? stuff? You could just, just put, like, a paper, metal bowl or something and just, yeah, okay. metal bowl, like, anything, but it's not going to, like, obviously. Oh, well, yeah, of course. Yeah, don't do it on the couch. Fire. Yeah. Like, don't put that shit not in Not double grease. fire. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Um, but it could be anything. It could just be just a pay emotions like just it don't have to make sense like to nobody else but you it don't even gotta make sense to you it's just to get it out and get it somewhere else tangible and then like remove it yeah and then move on from that space yeah um so that's a huge thing a lot of people i feel like sleep on self-motivation books but there's a couple good ones out there you know any titles off the top of your head the one that will always stand out to me and it's the one that saved me from my most depressive episode was um nothing changes until you do it's a green book I would never forget it. It also, I think, comes with like a meditation CD or something. Okay. That was also my introduction to meditating. Um, yeah, that book probably saved me in the summer of 2012, 13, one of those. Um, I would never forget that book. Like, legit. That that was part of like my beginning of self-awakening and like realizing I had way more power than I thought. And I think mm. also because I experienced my real first heartbreak like around that time too. So... There was just a lot of shit going on. Um, also, fresh out of high school, you know, college. So it was like yeah, yeah, yeah. pre adult. a lot of stuff happening. Yeah, like you just time. really like, what the fuck? You raw dog in life at that point. For yeah. Real. <laughs> you know, what, you still a kid at that time. Yeah, right, literally. It's just vibes. I don't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> yeah, someone thought it was a good idea for me to live miles away from home on my yeah. own. But okay, we're going to do this. Shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, that 
definitely I think self motivation. But if you can find like good ones that are really, really, like really solid and not just like copy paste. Yeah. So know, we'll like, find the actual title and well, you said the title. But I'll find the yeah. author of it. I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, if anybody think, wants to check that book, I'll, I'll put it. Yeah, up. but I I recommend that to a lot of people. I think it's a really good book. Were you looking for a book to help you? I like how did you how did you come about remember. it? I think my mom might have been in Barnes and Noble. Like I feel like she might have been there for a separate reason, or maybe she took me there because she knew I needed to get my life together. I really can't remember the circumstances around, like why I bought that book, like the day that I bought. I really cannot remember. So what's? But I knew that I needed to get myself together. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. Like, and I think that I was just like, you know what? I've never tried this before. Let's try it. Let's see what happens. Um, and then just trying to like get solitude and silence. Cause again, you consume yourself with that person so much. So when it ends, you don't know what it's like to not talk to them. Like all I want to do is text you yeah. or something good happens in your life. Oh, that's that the worst. Once the oh one my person God. I wanted to call you don't and realize tell, how the worst thing. You yeah. It's a habit. Like I had a flat tire and I want to call you to tell you that I'm yeah. stuck on the side of X, Y, and Z, yeah. but we're not even talking no more. So it could be good, bad, whatever. Yeah. You don't have that no more. Or something really funny happened today at work. And I'm going to tell you, hey, guess what, you know, this patient just did. Yeah, like routine is yeah. done. It's done. And that that is the hardest part for me about it. It's breaking that routine. It's like, damn, I used to talk to this person every day about everything. And now I don't. I will call my mom. No shade. But no. it's like. <laughs> no, we know. Like, it's not, it's not the it's same. Not, yeah. Like, it's just, yeah. It's, it's not a, where your heart actually yeah, wants that to part, go. Yeah, that part is really, really. That part, I think, has always been the toughest part for me to get over. Um, but that's when you kind of start, and I don't know how to say this without it sounding weird, Just, but that's when you start touching base, I feel like, back in with your friends, which goes back to me. Don't lose touch with your friends, period. Like, when you're mm-hmm. in a relationship, like it shouldn't be a thing where you run back to your friends once it's over. Disclaimer, I hate that. I hate that. And don't remember, I used to do it, which is probably why I hate it now. Mm-hmm. But I cannot deal with that. Like mm-hmm. in friends, I will clock you. Yeah, yeah, you're doing you're doing a good job with, with like, hey, girl, really, really back in just mm-hmm. a little bit. You're a little bit too invested, and I haven't seen you in two months, and that's a problem. When I used to see you at least once every two weeks, like, yeah. let's get this back in motion. Let's make a, a dinner thing every week. You know, what I'm saying where we see each other. Like, I just, I do not lose because that those people were there before you got in that relationship, and they're gonna be there when that shit ends. And so I just feel like you're not, I, I don't know. I try not to do that. So take days. note, like, it's important to maintain your relationships outside, outside of your romantic relationship. relationship. Yeah, like it's, ah, somebody. it's so important. It's so important. I think so too. That's That goes also into you keeping yourself because that's mm-hmm. who you are. Like yeah. if you if you just sit around people's friends, you can get a feel for how that person is. Like, oh, these are the kind of people you hang out with. That's just to say you are also your friends and the other things that you do. Aside yeah. from your romantic relationship, but I think that's a good so point. Important. Yeah, so I'm glad that kind of came up because I'm just like, it's a part of your healing process, but you also shouldn't lose it when you're like in that relationship or in that bond. Like, so what do you think, or what's important for you? However, you want to answer it. What's important for people to do before getting into a relationship, or before even opening themselves up to be in a relationship, for the sake of making sure once they are with somebody else. They don't go through that pattern of uh, doing too much for somebody else or doing too little for themselves. Whatever people do that makes them lose themselves, what is it that people can do 
ahead of time to like prep for that to make sure that doesn't happen it's kind of hard to tell mm-hmm. honestly until you put in a situation where you're triggered and mm-hmm. so i would honestly say like really like date for real and when you notice like hey like i'm getting triggered by something really do some research like some introspect like really look into it within yourself figure out why you feel the way you feel is it because of something they're actually doing or is it because of you and something from your past is triggering it for example um damn how recent do i want to go with this (laughs) (laughs) um i'll just say for example like i i used to have really bad like abandonment issues and it's something I'm still trying to work through, um, you know, just with people like not keeping their word, you know, telling me they're going to do something and not show up, like actually physically, you know, like actually not like show really up. Like really standing Yeah, like up. really don't like for show real. up. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, just down to, you know, my childhood and, you know, I would ask my mom for something and she might say maybe, but she really means no. And instead of saying no, she'll say maybe, but then I'll realize two hours later that she is, is you get your hopes up and it's like yeah bro just yeah. say no like i don't like don't do the defense thing with me like i don't it's okay i can handle it like but <laughs> what i can't handle is being teeter-totter teeter-totter yeah <laughs> like i don't like that it's weird um and so that that develops you know into this like preconceived fear of things you know when you dealing with people and i'm trying to like overcompensate this kind of ties back into what i was saying earlier about people leaving mm-hmm. and me trying to do everything that i can do to keep them to stay like mm-hmm. it all it all kind of like mm-hmm. ties into that um, God damn it! I lost my thought again. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> you were saying that your your mom would do it too. You don't like when people uh, tell you they're gonna do things and then they don't. Abandonment issues. Nothing's coming back yet. Um, <laughs> I don't know where. Yes, so dating. Okay. Yes, triggers. Yes, yeah, I was saying all that to say when you have these moments, and because I was triggered like this recently, you know, where something happened or we were going through something and. I realized when I was reacting in that moment, I didn't realize it honestly until it was over. And I'm I, I'm not gonna beat myself up, but I wish I I noticed it while it was happening, so I could have like self corrected sooner. Of course, yeah. Um, but I didn't realize until it was over, and I looked back on it like, okay, I wasn't even really reacting to what was happening in that moment. I was reacting to emotions that I felt about situations that were similar but not the same. Um, but it felt. But it the was same. reminded. Yeah, it was reminding me of that, and so everything that was coming out at that time was literally just literally all of that it had nothing to do with the incident itself um you know so that was a conversation to be had um and just further just i don't know research and things i had to look in with myself but it's just weird you didn't weird when we say it's weird (laughs) because it's very hard like it's hard it's it's a lot of work it's a lot of self-work it's It's very hard like i i don't want to like sugarcoat it at all it is not easy but if you care enough about yourself and what you want, the experience you want to have with yourself and that person, I feel like you'll do the work. You owe it to yourself yeah, to do it. to do the work. Like, you have to. So you said you didn't, you weren't able to pick up on the trigger in the moment that it was happening. Mm-hmm. So how did you react in the moment, in the way that you would have reacted in the past? I was having a past? complete fucking meltdown. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, girl, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Were you thinking that in the moment, though? Like, I need to chill? Yeah, all I knew was that I felt everything that I felt. And it was just so much of it. And mm-hmm. I just it was just like uncontrollable almost. So once you were able to pick up on the trigger and do that work with yourself, how did you handle uh, I don't know what word I want to use. Like going basically going back to the person and saying, Hey, look, this is what I've been through, this is why I reacted that way. Like how did you 
How did you handle that part? Um, I mean, obviously afterwards, you know, it was clear there was a conversation that needs to be had. You know, so you just, once I realized it, because I think I was really, I love having realizations while I'm in conversation. And so I think that was what was happening. We were talking about it and rehashing the situation. I think I was, as I was talking, I was like, okay, it really did have everything to do X, Y, and Z. Obviously, at that point, you should have didn't apologize, especially if you was in the fucking wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and, you know, you just kind of like, all right, what can we do now to make sure that this doesn't happen again? You know, what what went wrong to even get it to that point? Um, it honestly came down to just like some miscommunication. Things could have been communicated way better. Um, so that way, you know, certain expectations were up. But I'm also trying to, me personally, trying to deal better with how I react when I am let down. And when I am disappointed, um, that is something that has always been, like, trouble for me. Um, which I don't know why. But that's a whole other conversation <laughs> for another day. <laughs> so you, but you were But having able... those hard conversations are very, very important. I love hard conversations. I do, too. I was going to say that probably, like, 20 minutes ago. But I love... <laughs> when you lost your train of thought? No. Yeah. I, I just thought of, you were talking about something. And I, okay. I was thinking about it while you were saying it. Yeah. Um, but I love a good tough conversation yeah i, I love especially somebody. with somebody who's actually going to hear you yeah. and try it's it's almost it's, it's fun yeah like it's not yeah. like fun like i'm happy to do yes. it like this is the greatest thing growth, in the world but it's, yeah, but it's like yeah, yeah yeah growth yes, is growth. fun yeah growth is fun yeah so, it's hard yeah it's all but it's like it's so beautiful though once yeah like once you're like look at us it's like you got a new flower like blossoming like, out of you thought? like we be here. yeah like hey we we really conquered that didn't we I love you. Pretty, uh, that's pretty cool. Favorite, that's one of my favorite things. Yeah. yeah. So you were able to take responsibility for yeah. yourself. and That comes with maturity and, you know, yeah. and things like that. But it's, it's important. Both parties have to be willing to accept responsibility. Because a lot of times in most situations, both people did something for y'all to end up where you were. Right. Like, we both could have did something different. Right. Okay, now so what? It's not anybody to blame. It's not yeah. me versus you who's going to win. Yep. It's... Here's the situation that we're both facing. Let's both work together to attack the Alexa issue. Play blame game. <laughs> I honestly love that song. Yeah. Um, well, music's a big part of your life too. Has yeah. that played a role in your healing as well? Like to oh, the yeah. extent that oh, journaling yeah. and burning I, things has. Singing was like the next best thing. I would love. I would listen to whatever could describe my situation best. And because y'all know I can sing. Well, y'all don't know, but you know I can sing. She can sing. So she be faking I, like I she really can be, sometimes. But I yeah. really be in the stew in my car. Yeah, <laughs> like singing my little heart out, and honestly, that's that's helped a lot too. Um, just discovering stuff and you know, uh, piano, you know, chords and things like that. Um, I have like a sound bowl. Um, I started getting into stuff like that. Um, what else? Like affirmative words. Jadeco was one of my faves. She's good for like healing. She purposely places certain chords on her music that are dedicated. I think that's so fucking tough. Mm-hmm. Like. The, mind, <laughs> the genius, the mind. Yeah. Um. We love music. We stand. Yeah. I, I, I um, don't know what I would do. You said what? I don't know what I would do without it. Probably be depressed. Probably. A hundred percent. Be a little black puddle of yourself. My umbrella. <laughs> a little rain cloud above it. That's mm-hmm. only on you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a life. I, um, I... I like what you said about like the trigger things and like not really knowing how something's going to go over or being able to prepare yourself for something mm-hmm. until you are faced Actually, with a trigger. Yeah. Cause I think it's a good, it's a good point because I'm learning somewhat recently that you can't 
heal 100 percent and you never do you always work there's always something to be worked on there's always something to discover and learn about yourself and to work through and me being the kind of person i am and wanting to do everything well and do it well immediately and up front and never mess up again which is a fault that i'm very much aware of and i'm working on i um i had this idea that i, I don't think i ever like really consciously thought about it but i had this idea that i'll get to a place where i'm just good and then i can go date again Mm-mm. I know, I know, I know now. You will be like you'll yeah, like I'll be fine. This is a piece, but yeah, like enough to go date again and be secure with myself. But I had this faulty idea of I'm going to be completely fine, and like I won't be triggered anymore, and oh, yeah. yeah, that kind of stuff. I know, yeah, I know. And so I'm making a point to say People it out loud because somebody else listening, you know, is is probably thinking the same thing, and it's like, oh, you know, shit. I guess you're right. You gotta get um, out there. I play the field. But yeah, you just gotta yeah, you gotta go and continue to learn what you don't like. Mm-hmm. But what I think is the most important of it all and the point of this episode is to be aware of who you are and what you want the whole way through. That's the part. Yeah. That being one hundred percent he'll never be triggered again, mm-hmm. nothing will ever go wrong again. It's being throughout the process of figuring that out, being sure of yourself and being sure of your wants and open Mm -hmm. to learning more about who you are and learning more Mm -hmm. about what you like and don't like. And a lot of the times, like you said, you won't know until you're faced with some kind of confrontation that makes you basically look in a mirror again. Yeah. And it's nice when you get somebody else there who will be patient with you while you do that. While you figure it out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I had um, also another a fault of mine that I picked up on. I don't know if I like using the word fault right now, but that's that's what I got. But another thing that I know is um holding me back, I guess, uh to an extent is this idea that I have to hold some things back or hold some things in because somebody else just won't get in. They just won't be patient with me. And it's because that's what I have felt like has been my pattern of dating. I don't think I'm completely right in saying that, but that's just what I've I had felt in the past. And so this was part of me not taking care of myself all the way in a relationship because right. I would just assume that the other person just won't get it or won't be patient enough with me while I work on it. So let me just go work on it by myself and then I'll come back to them fine. So like let's say like they would do something that would feel like a trigger to me or would say something I don't like or just something would happen that I don't like. And instead of, even if I figured out it was me to an extent or that I have a trigger, this happened to me in the past and it feels like this again, this is why I'm acting this way or I'm doing this thing. Instead of me being honest about that Mm -hmm. with them, the way you were talking about how you did in your relationship, I would just go work on it by myself. And I would just realize, oh, you just had an issue because of this. And then I would just work on it. And because I have a history of working through things by myself and Mm -hmm. being fine, I feel like that's why I can just do this part by myself. And then at some point, even though they don't know I'm working through this, I'll just be fine and we won't have to deal with it again. And I had a habit of not saying to the person up front, this is what happened. This was an issue for me. Here's why I think why I want to work on it. I also would have liked this or that from you, blah, 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 blah. I wouldn't do that. Right. And so that's something too that um, I it was just something I realized about myself. And so... While those parts are extremely hard and difficult, like we're saying, the coming out of a part, if, like you said, it feels like refreshing, like a I would say, breath yeah, of fresh air. You get so much, even if they, whether they understand or don't understand, mm-hmm. 
you know, how you feel or what it is, you should still feel a sense of relief for the fact that you got it off your chest. Yeah. And that's that's what it that's what it had to become for me. Like I yes, I care that you're receptive of what I'm saying, but I care more that I get it out. Like I would I could write a long paragraph of a text. I could care less if you respond. <laughs> I know you got it though. Mm-hmm. Like and that's it. I got I get I got peace in that. Like that's all I got. I said my peace and that was that. So I feel like once you kind of find that that balance between like giving a fuck and not really giving a fuck. That's like, a part of taking like, care of like, yourself. Say, like speak your peace. Because yeah. at the end of the day, not saying anything, you left with the same result. You know what I'm saying? It's a 50-50 chance. If you say if you say what's on your mind, it's a 50-50 chance they're going to receive it and you're going to have a nice conversation or they're not going to receive it and it's going to go south. But if you don't say anything, then it's always just going to be unsaid and that's just going to be that. And, and it's then 100% chance of. By yourself. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> like, at least try and play the field and see how it go. Um, but that's something I still struggle with. I don't always say everything. Some stuff I do just be like trying to pick my battles, you know, and figure out what's worth it. Because mm-hmm. that is also a thing. You do have to absolutely pick your battles because some shit really is not that deep. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's rattling you enough, it, it should always be. And if you feel like you're not in a safe space, you should probably rethink whether or not you should be talking to that person. Exactly. If yeah. you don't feel comfortable enough to say how you feel. Yeah. Because you can't. You want to do that the rest of your life? That's okay. Tip-toeing? Like. Or talk, calling your friends and talking the shit to them about the it relationship? instead of the person that you with. Like, yeah. come on, bro. That's crazy. Yeah, that don't make no sense. Imagine sure. sleeping next to somebody that you can't talk to every day like for years. Like, what do y'all discuss? That's crazy. not your emotions. And I went through that for a couple months. That's crazy. That ain't it, Chief. Nah. You gonna hit his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that mouth did. Complain. Do a couple things. <laughs> One thing we're gonna do for sure is speak up. I promise you that. That's what's up, man. Are there um let's let's say you're you're talking to a friend who's going through a, a relationship, uh, going through a problem in their relationship where they aren't happy and they aren't sure why. What would you say to them? Like what if somebody's like, look, I you know, you are you know this person, they're your friend, you know who they're dating. And they just tell you, I'm just really not happy. I'm not really sure, like, what's going on in a relationship. But I'm just really not happy with this person. How would you start to talk to them to help them? I'm going to just put a disclaimer them. and say, I don't but. know if I'm the best person to, <laughs> to give you relationship advice. <laughs> and that's because, and I have my reasons, but that's because 75% of the time, my answer is probably going to be for you to leave. Um, And that's only because 75% of the time, People are staying in places where they shouldn't be anymore. And I, I watched it happen with myself. I watched it happen with other people. I watched it happen with people I don't even fucking know. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, you have outgrown that space. or It's just not serving you anymore. Or that person's not, you know, so whatever. Something's going on where it's just not it. And it's not to say it's not it forever, but it could just be not it for right now. And I really feel like a lot of times you need to call yourself back home to figure out, some answers and it's hard to do when like your judgment is clouded with another person's emotions and thoughts and opinions and whatever um yeah like if i don't know i i'm like if you're in a situation and you're just not happy have y'all had the conversations okay well let's, let's like, say there's so many different layers yeah so i got like, you i got you let me see if, if i can make it easier for you to think about it uh let's go back to my most recent serious relationship mm-hmm when that was starting to come apart in the ways that it did, 
what would you think or what did I you, you, you carried that really well okay i think thanks. a lot better than you think that you did okay um because as far as i'm concerned i really i rarely saw you sad for a for real mm-hmm. um like you, you did all right like i don't okay. even know i wouldn't even tell you to do anything different like if i'm thinking back to your process i feel like you took your time with yourself you're patient with yourself mm-hmm. um you know once you decided what was best for you you stuck to that you didn't really rush yourself through your healing process i think you did a damn good job Okay, well, I, I wouldn't even really, a yeah, I was like, I, there isn't anything that I would say, you know, you really could have done differently. Okay. All right. Well, thanks. Unfortunately. I get a ghost Sorry, for that. Yeah, I would say that. That didn't still have any an answer. To me. <laughs> no um, one was getting any help here. But no, but in everything I just listed though, like yeah. you, you took time, you, in a way you did call yourself, you know what I'm saying? Back home, you had introspective moments with LaDonna where you had to sit down, even when you were still in it and say, Hey, is this serving me? Once you decided that it wasn't, you took the steps to have the necessary conversations with that person, probably multiple ones, I'm sure, about how you were feeling. Mm-hmm. Things went however they went, and you all, you know, agreed to, you know, go your separate ways. And then you took time to figure your shit out, you know, and mm-hmm. what could you have done personally different, you know, so that way this doesn't happen again. Or, you know, if these problems do arise, you know how to navigate them differently. Or if these characteristics arise, you know, I don't want to deal with that at all in a person. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever the case may be yeah okay one thing i I will say just in case anybody else has this kind of uh, issue is i'm i'm the kind of person where i want to exhaust every single option i can to try to fix something and if i think there might be another solution or i might be able to figure something else out i won't leave because i won't feel good within myself parting and believing there was something else I could have done. I'm going like, dang it, I could, probably could have tried this. See, and I'm like, get the fuck. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I think I go too far with it, though. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. I think there's a healthy amount of that. But I think I go too far because it was her that was like, I think we need to stop. Mm-hmm. And I agreed. But if she didn't do that, I don't know how long it would have taken me so to be like because that. I would have just kept going. I can try something else. I can try something else. I get that. There's something else I can do. And also because what made it hard in, in this particular relationship is it was, it was more mature than the one I had before. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was willing to, and very often admitting her own wrongdoings in what was happening. Mm-hmm. And so you know, I felt like I was in a team finally, but I felt like I was working with somebody to figure things out. And I'm like, man, well, as long as we're still, I mean, as long as we're both willing to work on this, I can keep working on it. And even while I hurt, I can keep working on it. And even while this doesn't work out or you're hurt or whatever, I have one more trick up my sleeve. Like that's, <laughs> that's how I keep, right. Ah, that's so, how I feel. And so and the that, part, it's something not I learned a bad though. thing. No, I just, I don't think so. I just but think I go too far. A little bit. Yes. Yeah. But it's also, I feel like there's nothing wrong with one to, to, you know, one to not fix, but you know what I'm saying? Just you're invested. So you want to, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. You, you just have to make sure you're through. doing that with the right person. I feel like mm-hmm. and the energy is reciprocated. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it. I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with being that way. You just got to be that way with the right motherfucker that actually right. feels the same way and has the same passion towards your relationship that you do. I think you cannot lose in a situation like that. Like, unless y'all are both just toxic as hell, that's a whole other conversation. But in this regard where it's healthy and it's just like, no, I want to talk. I want to, you know, I want to understand your perspective. Yada, yada. I think if that's coming from both sides and this is y'all really locked in, I got to think, I don't think 
having that is a wrong thing. I think you just got to practice better discernment, honestly. Now you said that good. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Thank you. No, you're welcome. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> then I guess your uh, Zayn's top tips to, or hot takes. Hey, no. Z's hot takes. Z's hot takes. Non-spire. Is to... um. To have those moments with yourself, like you said, return home, return yeah. to base, Call and kind of yeah, and just and even if you're still with the person, like you you could do it while you're with somebody. hundred percent, y'all yeah. can take a day. So what might that look like? Like take a day where you don't a, speak. Yeah, go ahead. You know, it's like, hey, babe, I'm gonna take this day, you know, or this weekend to work on myself. I'm gonna check in on you. It don't gotta be like completely non-communication. I'll check in on you night before I go to sleep. You know what I'm saying? I'll check on you in the morning when I wake up. Just make sure you set for the day. Yada yada yada. But throughout the most of these days, I'm going to just be locking in, doing some things I can do for myself, doing some thinking, you know, maybe doing some journaling. You only got to explain what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, just But, you know, just, you know, just communicate, literally communicate what you're doing. It, it should be fine. If, if y'all got trust, it should be okay. Now, if that person started wild, like, what bitch you going to go hang out with? And that shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> it is not That's giving. It. That's but it. you should be able to take time to yourself, take yourself out on a day date for the weekend going to getaway cabin y'all you know, take like, yourself out on dates i love breakfast that, dates it is so like that's one of the best things i ever started doing getting up at 7 a.m oh my goodness start going to the grocery I, store one, there was a day there was a day i remember i woke up and this is before i, I moved here um so I, I was with my father and i remember i woke up i went to test bulletin mm-hmm. And this is the first time I went to Test Bulletin. So this was the time before you and I had went together yeah, for the first time. That, yeah. Yep. So I remember I woke up and I just thought, man, I really want breakfast, but I don't feel like cooking. I really mm-hmm. wish somebody else would make me breakfast. And that's one thing. I just be like, I'm sick of cooking all the goddamn time. I somebody else cook for me. But, I and I love cooking, but there would be times I'm like, I feel like it. But so I woke up, I was like, man, I really want some bread. Like, I really want a nice breakfast. But you don't feel like making myself a nice breakfast. And it's, it's a first thought now. But this was a like something I was really working on before because I have a habit. Well, I had a habit of I'm way better at it now of not going out to do something if nobody else can do it with me. And I think part of it is just growing up female. You just get taught to be with somebody else and not go places by yourself. And and then just I just had a parent who was always like, well, maybe you shouldn't go by yourself or just wait or whatever. So it became a habit to me to go, hey, you free to do this? Oh no! And then that would mean I can't. Now I can't go. And so I was always basically making my friends give me permission about whether or not I can go do something. So like, you know, I didn't realize I was doing it like deliberately, yeah. like, but that was how I would handle things. And so it wasn't a first thought to go out to breakfast. My first thought was just, well, I guess I'm just not going to have breakfast because I don't feel like cooking it. And then I was like, I, I drive. <laughs> I got money. I got a car. So I know. Me. Yeah, like, yeah. But that, like, yeah, there's nothing actually stopping me from going out and having breakfast. Well, I think somebody's going to come in and like, Try to kidnap me from my table while I'm eating, like, I'm like is nuts, but right, you yeah, have a and, better and, chance of having a successful breakfast, right, <laughs> right, exactly. And you know, bad things happen all the time. Bad things can happen when you go out with other people. And while that's not something that I just go, well, the world, the world is going to be 100 percent right. fine today because I want to go out. I'm not doing that, but I can go out and have breakfast by myself. Mm-hmm. And you go out and you order what you want to order and. You get up and go to the bathroom when you feel like it. You leave the restaurant when you feel like it. Mm-hmm. You park wherever you feel like parking. Ain't nobody complaining about how far the walk okay. from the place. Like, you don't have to think about it or consider anybody Shit. else. And so in those moments, you get to really learn you. 
And in little ways, the same way, like if you go on a date with another person, mm -hmm. you're not going to learn everything about them in that first date. You're going to learn little things. You guys are going to have little fun, little conversations. You might learn that they got a brother. You might learn that they work in this kind of field. You learn little things about somebody in each interaction. And over time, it gets to a place where you go, you feel like you know this person. They're not so much a stranger anymore. And it's the same thing with yourself. I have found myself a stranger to myself. And it took little tiny things, little dates and little questions and conversations with myself to keep chipping away at the, the details of me. Especially when you were somebody for seven years. I met, we met when I was 20. That was almost all of my 20s. Mm -hmm. I was a kid the last time I was by myself. Mm -hmm. So now I need to figure out who the hell. Yeah like, yeah, like what do I like? Do I still like those things? Do I still want to do this? And so, do you yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> right. Do I want to carry a lunchbox? <laughs> do I like this? <laughs> Can I find somebody else who likes ah, to carry lunchboxes? Like... Right. And so I think I, I am full, fully for taking yourself out on dates. Like, okay. just go and learn a little bit about yourself here and there. Just as much as you pour into somebody else, right. you got to pour back into yourself. Yeah. And sure. you might do something You're to go. You're a devil it, babes. Right. You might find out you don't like that restaurant. Now you know. Now you know a little bit more about yourself. And then I don't like definitely not taking nobody there. Exactly. Well, I don't actually like walking around in a park. I do. I love it. But you don't know. You go out and you go figure it out. You like these things. <laughs> Flowers. <laughs> I hate it here. But but yeah, so separate. If you find yourself with somebody and you're not really having a good time and you're not sure why or you are sure that, I mean, if you're sure why, you don't well, need you're help. you're sure, not yeah, sure. If you're sure well, to go. Take but, the time to yourself. Yeah, go, you know. Like you said, I think it's a good point. I need the day. I need the weekend. Whatever you think you need, take it. Take if somebody it. else can't respect that, then they got to go. Reevaluate the Hopefully they, they mm -hmm. do respect it. You take the time to yourself. You Whatever you need to do, if it's journaling, if it's listening to music, if it's going to the movies by yourself, if it's just staying in the house by yourself, mm -hmm. whatever it is, go do that and have some little conversations with yourself. Be a little introspective and face that stuff that doesn't feel too good to look at yeah. and be willing to admit that you might be wrong about some things and wh whatever it is whatever comes up just face it and be honest with yourself and dealing with it you don't even have to tell anybody about it so don't worry about what you end up finding out don't worry about what uh you end up learning about yourself that you might not even like so much you don't have to tell anybody you can keep it to yourself and mm -hmm. work on it with yourself and then decide if whatever's happening is something you want to keep doing after you learn a little bit more. So yeah, I think that's good. That's, that's, that's a good little tip. Yeah. That was a good circle, full circle on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what kind of uh things are you working on now if you are open to sharing anything? I mean, besides what I already touched on, mm -hmm. um just being more patient. I've I'm just like such a huge rom romantic, so I just Girl, I'm ready to get married next week. I am too. And have we we love month. a girls. Like, what are you talking about? Right. We are like, not for the streets. Like, no, not at all. <laughs> like, I am trying to meet me at the courthouse Wednesday at 10 a.m. Meet me at the autumn. <laughs> um, but no, I'm really even just trying to really enjoy the process. Like, for real. Like, day by day. Um, And then, you know, even what we talked about now, not letting myself get too absorbed. You know, with the person that I'm, you know, dealing with, just find my balance, finding our balance, um, and what that looks like, and just having a good fucking time. Like life be so serious all the time, baby. I'm trying to have fun. Right. Like Rihanna said, I want to have fun. I want laughs. I want lots of laughs. Like when I describe my relationship, my ideal relationship, 
it looks like one big ass joke. Like I in the best of ways. Yeah, in like yeah, in the best of ways. Like not like oh shit, he clown. But like, like, but like we just we laugh. Like when you see us, we laughing. Like, like they some they two laughing ass people. Like I, yeah. I just wanna have a good ass time. Like obviously, you know, there's gonna be moments where it's not always sunshine, you know, and fresh flowers. But majority of the time, that's when I act a fool. Mm-hmm. Like, cause y'all know how I be so. I need somewhere I can be that well, like 24. Yeah. You need to be able to be yourself while you with the other person. I love life. You are too. big. Yeah. I love memories Lunchbox. and experiences. Yeah. That's life for me. So my relationship literally has to mirror that. Like it, yeah. it just has to. Um, so yeah, I'm just trying to learn how to just slow the fuck down and enjoy the view. As my dad would say. Enjoy the view. That's mm-hmm. what he says. That's cute. Has mm-hmm. he always said that? Mm-hmm. For as long as I can remember. Yeah. That's cute. I, um, I'm open to to dating and meeting people, and I have been, and it's been it's been cool. Yes, but like um, <laughs> and I um, like I said before, I'm I'm now in a place where I because I didn't realize I was I was thinking this before, but I was just thinking that there wouldn't be somebody who would be as patient and devoted to seeing things through the way I am. Mm-hmm. And I was starting to accept that. That's crazy. I know, ain't it? There's billions of people. I know. That's what I like said to three. myself. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. I think, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was in here cleaning one day and I just be thinking about stuff. And I think I was sweeping and I was like, cause I'll, I'll respond to myself, I'll check myself. 100%. And so I was like, what are you talking about? It's like all these people around and you over here. Yeah, like, can you chill? Like, this is Maryland. And then I was like, and right, and then I was like, "All right, let me chill. I'm doing too much." You're seeing California, so, uh, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying, like please. I know, I know, but um, yeah, I uh, and and I'm always saying this to other people too, but like I am fully aware and in belief that there, you know, that there's somebody for for everybody, and whatever you need, there is somebody else who mm-hmm. offers that. But you got to show up as mm-hmm. yourself wherever you go, so that you can attract. You know that thing. I was gonna say that earlier. Okay, (laughs) I got you. I got you. Yeah, if you showing up not as you, you gonna attract stuff Mm -hmm. that's attracted to what's not you. Yeah, and now you gotta keep this up. That's not working, cause girl, you ain't even authentic. Yeah, you don't even know who you are. You are here. Yeah, go sit down and figure out who you are. Or you holding back pieces of yourself, like you said earlier, out of fear that no one's gonna be able to accept those parts of you. Right, and that's cap. Yeah, do you be you. And do it loud. Because somebody's going to fuck with you. For yeah, somebody's going to hear it. Do it loud so whoever's supposed to hear it, hear it. Instead of whoever don't like the way it sounds can leave. And I like, another thing I like to do, too, perspective really is everything. But just because it don't work out, it doesn't mean it was a failure. If anything, you just one step closer to getting it right. Yeah. You got to sift through so what don't work. To, yeah. Like, why can't I? Another one down. No, girl. Another step closer. There you go. Okay, perspective. Okay, perspective that's, that's building. So there you go. Say that one more time. I'm not. Okay. <laughs> Just loop it. <laughs> it's crazy. You, you be so ready. I go back to being authentic. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. On that well, note, ladies and gentlemen, well, thank it's like no. I think I think we good. I feel good. Anything else you want to toss in there? Oh. And you feel good about. No Everything man, just enjoy life. Like my the late great Mike Miller said, mm-hmm. spread love. Love is good. Love is great. Smile at somebody today. 
Oh, and picking out the correct shirt does wonders for your day. That's all I got. Okay. It really yeah. does. Yeah, yeah. Put some thoughts in that. When you get dressed tomorrow, think about that. Yeah. I, I picked well, my clothes out yeah. the, the night before. I, my, I'm scrubs. usually wearing scrubs yeah, for the most part. Well, next time you go out and you're about to pick a fit, just consider the shirt you're going to choose and how that's going to make your night. How it's going to make the night? Or day. Or oh, okay. Whatever you're doing. Whatever you're doing. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Whatever time it is when you're picking the shirt. In my head, I'm just assuming you're going to the salsa room. So that's why I say yeah. night. <laughs> right. I love it there. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, good. I'm satisfied. I'm happy about this. Yeah, but thank you for, uh, for, for doing this oh, with I'll me. I'll be back. What yeah. are we talking about? Sex. Would you, what about sex do you want to talk about? So I can make a note. You want to tease, you want to tease it now? Oh, we're talking about everything. Okay. We're going to get Write it down. Talk There's about no everything crevice. about sex. Oh. Un- oh. Untouched. Yeah. <laughs> Unfondled. No gooch unlicked. You hear me? Oh yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> the confirmation. All right. We need to stop because this is. This is yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to wrap this up. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you maybe learned something or took something from it. I want you guys to send... Can I give your uh, your Instagram? Yeah, it's fine. Is, there, is it an underscore in the beginning? No. Is there an underscore at all? No. Is it just nine shot you? Yep. Okay. Well, on Instagram, <laughs> it's the number nine shot you, S-H-O-T-Y-A. Send her a message. Let her know how you, how you think she was on this episode. I, I know some... Y'all liked it. Don't act like you didn't it was like fire. it. Yeah, it was y'all, y'all liked it. Yeah, it was a sexy her, episode. Quiet. Yeah, <laughs> send her a message. Let her know what you like. Let her know what you learned from her. If you want to hit me up, my Instagram is lb.evolving. The podcast Instagram page is from mind to matter podcast. Everything's spelled completely out. There's no special punctuation or anything. You can also send me an email. That's from mind to matter podcast at gmail.com. Send us messages. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you maybe didn't like. But I know you're lying if you say you didn't like something. So hit us up. Let us know what you uh, want me to talk about in the next one. If you want me to bring uh, Zayna back, let mm-hmm. me know. Give us some advice. You know what? Give us some, she some already, letters yeah, in. Yeah, 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 she, Give us some stuff. Let's <laughs> respond. She already told you to be talking about sex. So let us know exactly what you, wanna, what you want to talk about. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, this has been From Mind to Matter. Again, my name is LaDonna. Thank you for listening. And I will talk to you next time.